you know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f- best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. The sound of the final buzzer means it's hangover time. So grab a drink and join your host, Alphonse Sidney, for a Miami Heat Beat post-game show. We're going streaking! Streaking through the quad! Six-game winning streak. Come on, man. Uh, The Miami Heat, we're back at 500. If we were the uh, New York Knicks, we'd be out here banging pots and pans on Bird Road right now. And Chrome Ave, but we're not. We actually we're 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 a respectable franchise. We're a spe- respectable fan base. Five hundred ain't shit to us, but it does feel good to finally get back to five hundred. Uh, six games in a row, beating the teams you're supposed to beat, and in the case of Utah Jazz, beating teams that you're technically not supposed to beat. This is a good win. I don't want to hear anything from anyone. You, you won by ten against the Atlanta Hawks without Jimmy Butler. Amazing win. Great job. The guards all stepped up. Like, so much props to Goron, Tyler, and Nunn in that fourth quarter just putting this game away, um, you know, because, listen, Trey, you're you're being guarded by Trey Young. You better go off. That's the worst defender in the whole league. Uh, they And uh, we're going to talk about the trap with Frankie a little bit later. They trapped uh, Trey Young. For some reason, he didn't know what to do against it. I'm pretty sure he's been seeing a trap his entire life. But he was confused. Um, he looks like a lollipop with hair on it. Um, but anyway, bring me out, Brass. We're going to find out what everybody's drinking. I'm sorry if I'm a little bit off. I've been drinking since lunchtime. It's a Sunday. I decided to do the afternoon drinking thing. Oh, yeah. And Joey made Joey. it. Let's go. Joey. Joey made it. So here we go. We're going to do a little. We are going to do the uh, the Joey half shower two minute comedy hour. Uh, so we got a lot of stuff planned for you tonight. So before we get to anything, Brass, what do we do around this time? We find out what everyone's drinking.
Fantastic. And Jayjock, uh, 44, big, big uh, proponent of the show, says, everybody horny. And yes, we are all Kendrick yeah. Dunn fans tonight. <laughs> we are all horny. So I'm going to go to the horny. horniest among us. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm going to go to Christian uh, because you are, I think you, I feel like you're the one who, who discovered the Kendrick horny than a motherfucker tweets. Uh, <laughs> I, I definitely wasn't the one that discovered them, but I might've been one of the only people that archived them properly. So don't worry. You know, I have recorded that for the annals of history. Yeah. They, he, he can't, he can't delete those tweets. Cause you got them. Um, speaking of annals, what are you drinking? <laughs> Uh, back to my usual. Uh, we got a little Casamigos with the uh, lovely lemons, Italian lemon soda from uh, Whole Foods. Uh, it's a great drink. Also, um, so I apparently uh, a somebody became a fifty dollar patron for the sole purpose of watching me do the swag surf that I fucking hate. Oh, oh, oh. Every time I drink during the show. So every time we all drink, I'm you're going to just watch me doing the swag surf with no music. There's no music. We can't get DMCA'd, so... You it's, know, better, it's better like that. Yeah. But wait, yeah, wait. Uh, <laughs> I, I want to know, if Brass does that pitch-perfect impression of Moose and yells drip-drop, you have to swag surf? I have to swag surf. Oh, Dude, this Brass, is going to be great. Go ahead and hit him with it. Then we're gonna go and hit him with a drip drop. Hey. <laughs> I fucking hate the swag surf so goddamn much. I don't even, I'm not sure that's what you're doing. That is right. I mean, it's just, it's I don't know what. And this way. Back. And this way. No, that's uh, not. I it. fucking hate the swag surf. It's so much better than It looks like you do. <laughs> I, that's not it, but I, I like it. So I love much it. Why I hate it so much? <laughs> because you can't do it. Um, oh my god, that was amazing. I'm actually. I'm gonna say what I'm drinking. I'm drinking Crown Royal and uh, Monster. Don't Ooh. ask me why. I, I was getting. I was getting really tired. I think I've, I've been drinking before, all day. Alf. I needed a boost. I think, I think I've had that before, Alf. Yeah, uh, <laughs> me and Brass did have that in uh, New Orleans. And we will never tell those stories on camera. Nope. <laughs> Maybe on Patreon. Uh, no. Nope. Nope. <laughs> uh, Tiffany, on. what yes. are you drinking today? Because uh, it's a Sunday night. I'm really just sipping on some CBD tea. That's it. Okay. That's it. CB well, listen, it's um, right. somebody says my decor is, first of all, okay, <laughs> my decor is not hideous. Um. <laughs> It's a minimal. The one behind me is a very, very beautiful painting that my girl did. Like that's it's a it's a woman sleeping. Then it's just a map of the of the of the world. Like how is that hideous? And that one over here, yes, that's hideous because I actually painted that at a painting sip. And yes, it's fucking terrible. But whatever. <laughs> anyway, I don't know why I'm talking about my decor uh, because I had to defend myself. Uh, Brass, what are you drinking tonight? What kind of uh, fancy shit you got going on over not, there? It's not too fancy. I made a gin basil smash, and it's really good. That looks not, really no, good. Not that fancy. Yeah, really I usually don't want your drinks, Brass, but I want that one. Ooh. Yeah, I always uh, want Brass's I mean, drink. I'm thank, thank you. <laughs> I, 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 I want to take, take a, a little sip. too bitter for me, but that looks just right, you know? Someone said congrats on the sex, Alf. Thank you. Yeah, I I worked very hard for it. Uh, Frankie, what are you drinking today? I'm doing uh, Buchanan's whiskey tonight. 
Oh, nice. Little, I had a single cube. It's already melted. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. That When that cube melts, that's when you start getting really fucked up. I oh, yeah. It. Oh, yeah. Joey Hash Hour. Yes. House, I, I, is Hash Hour right or House Hour? House Hour is. I say Hash Hour. I'm, it's it's close, so it's 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 right. I'm just a um, disrespectful motherfucker. What are you drinking? Um, I actually have just a glass of water because uh, I had a um a Blue Moon beer, but my mom drank it. So. <laughs> Did you write your name on it? I didn't, and that's why she drank it. I know. I should have learned. I, I should know. She's like, in my house, my beer. <laughs> yeah. Joey with the gold chain on looks like a, a drug dealer in power. Like, he's... <laughs> yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that. Star's money. I'll take that. <laughs> that gold chain on a black shirt. You look, you look, you look like a dangerous some bitch. Um, <laughs> is are that your De Niro face? <laughs> I need you to make that face whenever Christian does a swag surf. That's pretty damn good. That's a good zero face. Um, yeah, we're going to get to the show, but we, we promised you guys a big announcement tonight. And this is something we're very excited about. I'm wearing, um, it's don't ignore the 5R on here. I'm wearing a, a, a Light Skin Opinions t shirt. And one thing that uh, I've always, we've always uh, liked to do in the heat uh, podcasting sphere is give you guys merch that, you know, kind of like reflects what we do on these shows, catchphrases and different things. So you guys can be a part of it. You can wear them out on the streets. We can wear them on the shows like you guys can have fun with it. And so we want to announce that Miami Heat Beat is relaunching and officially launching our store tonight. All right. So here's here's the store right here. Um, Swag surf, Chris. Swag surf on on the store. Yes, we have merch. We have drip drop merch. We have hangover time merch. We have light skin opinions merch. We have Miami Heat beat merch. Uh, we ha- and, and we're going to be bringing you more. We have one of my favorites is the Precioso shirt, uh, pattern after Fabuloso. <laughs> that after tonight, man, everybody should be out here copping that shirt. Precious was a monster tonight. That's just fire. Um, but yeah, we have the drip drop shirt. Like, listen, guys, we are, you know, we have in the hangover time hoodie. There's a lot of cool shit on our merch site. You guys go ahead and uh, check it out. I've already spent, um, I think, $300 on our own merch. Like, I'm really excited about it. Uh, we've had a lot of internal fights. Uh, so <laughs> It's been a little chaotic, but it's been this good. This has not been easy. Uh, we had a couple players only meetings. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's been some knockdown drag out fights, but listen, go ahead and go. The the the, the link is in the chat. Uh, I uh, Christian, do you have the the the, the site? Is it Miami Heat Beat so Store? They they actually already made a macro for us in the chat. Uh, if you type exclamation points merch, you will see the link to the store, which I just did again in the chat. Um, but yeah, go ahead and click it right there. Um, I think it, can you also access it? I believe through just shop miamiheatbeat.com. I believe so. So we'll get all that on Twitter. Uh, click Correct. it in the yes. chat. We will get you guys a link. But yeah, um, but yeah, is it's shop.miamiheatbeat.com. We'll get you there. Correct. Shop.miamiheatbeat.com. And for people asking, where's the TIFF merch? The fuck them numbers shirt is coming. 
Um, and it, this it's is only the beginning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot coming. I can't wait for the fuck the number shirt because I'm getting that off grip. But anyway, uh, but yeah, you guys check out the store. Uh, we're really excited. Like I said, it's been a labor of love and hate and heartache and tears, but it's out. All right. You know, no more fighting. It's out. Um, now to, to this game, right? The Heat t- uh, win my 10 against Atlanta Hawks, right? Uh, without Jimmy Butler, Christian, that's a good win. All right. You don't have Jimmy Butler. You're on a five game win streak. Nobody would be smirch you if you if, if you just took tonight off and took the took the L. They did not. And they, they continue their winning ways. And honestly, I, I did the halftime show. They were up by 10 and a half. And I I did not were I wasn't worried like I normally am about this team when they have a lead. I actually felt good about them. And, and I, I think that says something about how this team is played. Yeah, no, and I think it also really says something about how big of an impact Kendrick is making right now because, I mean, so much of this is just the level of impact that he's bringing is just lifting the whole team to the point where tonight, I mean, what was the, what's the stat that's been thrown around all season? I think the Heat are 3-9 and nine without Jimmy Butler. Like, that. that's why this is a good win because yes. relative to this team, they haven't been able to win without their best player. And, you know, I get it. The Hawks are not a good team. They've been sliding down the standings lately. But they're a division rival, and these are the games you've got to win. And it's great to see them win a game without their alpha. Tiffany, uh, we bag on uh, the Dark Knight, Kendrick Nunn, a lot, man. But Kendrick, without Jimmy, uh, he didn't – I don't think he scored at all in the third quarter. And you saw what happened. We had a third quarter, and – he came out in that fourth quarter uh, in crunch time. Uh, him, Tyler, mm-hmm. Goron, but especially Kendrick. Like, let's give Kendrick his due um, because I mean, scored twenty four points tonight, led the team. Um, what What do you have to say about Kendrick, and not just Kendrick, just the, just the guards in general? Listen, first of all, Kendrick. I mean, come on. Two things can be true. He is the Dark Knight, and he is the Dark Knight. Like. <laughs> He's yeah. <laughs> listen, he's been he's been showing up and showing out and holding on to the ball. No <laughs> turnovers. Like I'm I'm proud of him. Whatever was ailing him, whatever he was going through, he seems to have kind of pushed through that and he is he's high team to every point, every assist, everything that he has to give them. I'm I'm proud of him. That's seven assists, one turn <clears throat> one turnover tonight. Um He's had a lot of games like that, right? Yeah. Um, I there's like three games that I put together in my head right now where he's like twenty something assists with two turnovers. Right. He has just been he has been so uh Frankie patient. Where where Tiffany and I always bring this up because Tiffany always used to say that he's pressing after that initial start where he was doing well, he was great at the beginning of last season. He started pressing. He wasn't patient. He was running into double teams, right? Um, he is now super patient with the ball, like picking his spots and getting the ball to bam and precious. Like he's doing all these really great things. Like, and it makes them look like a completely different team. Like they look like they can withstand a Jimmy or or Goran injury where before they could not. 
Don't jinx that, by the way. Yeah, um, well, <laughs> <late> now. <laughs> no, but definitely uh, the thing with Kendrick uh, going into back to last season, uh, he was consistently looking for his shot, and that's why it was so good to play him off of Jimmy and off of Bam and off of Justice and all these other guys who who can make plays for him and just let Kendrick finish. But now that Kendrick had to make plays for himself and other uh, people, he kind of had to like work that that balance. He hadn't really figured that out when, when to look for my shot, when to make a play, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And, and you see Tyler struggling with that balance. He doesn't know yet when to make the play, when to, uh, shoot, look for his own shot. And now Kendrick's really getting comfortable in his role, getting familiar, uh, uh, making better reads, better decisions. And like you said, he's not turning the ball over, uh, not taking as bad shots. He's taking a lot of good shots and you're seeing his shots go down. His percentages are going up because he's taking good rhythm shots. He's not forcing the issue. He looks comfortable now. And, and you see, he's, he's a talented player and, and it's, it's great to see. Cause it's, it's been exactly what the heat need on offense. Um, speak okay. So you're <clears throat> you're talking about offense. What I want to do really quick before we get to Joey House Hour and the Joey House Hour two minute comedy hour, um, you have a play where we I, we I talked I talked about a little bit at the beginning how they were trapping Trey Young super effectively. Um, and I think we have a play here. Brass, can you go ahead and bring it up? And Frankie's gonna kind of uh, kind of guide us through it on some Ron Rothstein shit. <laughs> <laughs> you see Trey Young bring it up. Get the <laughs> offense in order. Stop stop it. You see that this is you see what <laughs> that was good. That was I love good. it. I love it. You see Capella goes to set the screen. Kelly doesn't even ignore him. Normally Kelly's gonna touch to that screener, make sure he uh he knows, but he's showing high and they're ignoring it. Trey's not hitting Capella on the short roll. Capella's not a threat on the short roll to make a play, anyways. So you see right here, the defense behind them is set up. Goron's down there directing traffic. Bam is two uh, at the bottom layer. Go ahead and play it. See, Kelly recovers, Bam helps. Stop. Kelly comes right down. Bam's there to cover it. Goron splitting the middle between Collins and and Herder, because uh, that's a tough pass for either one. And Goron can cover both. None can rotate over, and they can quick rotate. Capella's got no vision to make that pass. So what does it do? Go ahead. Capella kicks that back out. None st uh, stagger steps real quick. Uh, Trey's got no time. No comfort, no rhythm. That's a 24-second violation. Just that kind of stuff, just disrupting them, taking them out of position, out of uh, their comfort zone, just doing that consistently and giving them different looks like that all night uh, was the fact was a huge factor in getting Trey out of rhythm. He only had like 15 points uh, for the game. You know, and can I just say, I want to say to Frankie, the other thing, like I always laugh that Kelly is like so like, like just clumsily lumbering down the court, but he trapped pretty good. And he's so big on the show that it is hard to kind of get that ball back to like an adequate position. Yeah, no, definitely. And and he's, he did a great job of using his, uh, of using his angles and, and con, uh, helping on containment there. He, a lot of times Kelly will, will show too much, open up the hip too much. And, and that gives the driver a straight line drive and, and that's easy buckets, a, a four on three. And and today and lately, he, Kelly's been doing a really good job yeah. defensively. Gosh. I and and that's one of those funny things. And I I, I, <laughs> I went I went back and forth with a bunch of people on Twitter today. And like, yes, I know Kelly is like one for his last forty eight thousand from three. Mm -hmm. um, 
but they're better when he plays. And I, you can get mad at the numbers. You can scream at me. Like, I know, I know, uh, Tiff, what do you think about the numbers? Fuck them. <laughs> so, but at, at the end of the day, they are better than he plays. And because he is their best right. friend, and it won't be because Kelly is so good. It's because right. he is their best power forward. Yep. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying that they shouldn't try to upgrade. What I am saying is Christian, Tiff, Frankie, Joey, give me a better four on the team that just start over Kelly. Right. He's all we got. Right. Yeah. And every time I ask people this, it, either they, they say trade for John Collins <laughs> or they or they bring up KZ. And I want to choke them through my fucking phone screen. I want Kelly O'Linick. Kill them. But they don't know about KZ glitches. <laughs> What the hell was that? They don't know how mid John Collins is, according to Alex Toledo of Locked On Sports. They all and then oh Frankie, I heard Mo Harkless tonight. They need to give Mo Harkless another shot. Like honestly, just just say you hate Kelly Olynyk and you're racist and you hate white people. Just say you hate him because he's ugly. I mean, I I get it. Listen, he has a very long face. Yeah, yeah, he does. It's, it's the like goatee. Yeah. It's the goatee, honestly. I Kelly mean, Olenek, he's all we got. I love him. He's all we got. <laughs> he's all. <laughs> that should be. We should make that a Kelly be... Olenek shirt. Kelly Olenek, he's, he's all, all we got. got. <laughs> <laughs> because it's true. Because honestly, if you want Mo Harkless over Kelly, you're either you're racist or an idiot. I don't know why anybody <laughs> would want Kelly of Mo Harkless over Kelly, or you're no, related to Mo Harkless. Uh, <laughs> but. There, oh, there he is! That that beautiful unicorn beast. Um, Canadian. So Bobby. now, now we're because Joe because this show is so serious, and we are so basketball intense, and we're so analytics heavy. And Frankie just broke down plays like a young Ron Rothstein. Like we want to bring <laughs> some levity to. The, we don't laugh enough, Christian. Is it, am I wrong? Like we just don't laugh enough. We don't have enough of a good time. So we want to let Joey Hauschauer, who is a real stand-up comedian, have his little time to shine. So go ahead, Brad. Let's give Joey his two-minute comedy hour. All right. Uh, I guess we'll uh, we'll keep it short. Uh, Kyrie Irving and others have been pushing for Kobe to become the new logo of the NBA, which makes a lot of sense because – who is Jerry West? I mean, he's played so long ago. You know, I, I just, I don't, I don't want to listen. I don't want to listen to my grandfather tell me stories about how good Jerry West is. You know, I, uh, I went to go watch some Jerry West film and I had to end up uh, renting a film projector. You know what I mean? If, if your, if your highlights are in black and white, I can't fuck with you as a player. I just can't. You know what I mean? When Jerry Rice was a Jerry Rice, when Jerry West, <laughs> when Jerry West was a rookie, it was in 1960. The price of gas was 25 cents, and like the biggest movie out was Ben Hur. <laughs> um, you know, he really, this guy really was out there wearing canvas Converse. Like we see those, we wear those now. He was wearing those 
as support for basketball. And you know, and you know, the basketball he was using was just made out of a bunch of wallets, just like just this big <laughs> leather. It was just like didn't even bounce. You know what I mean? And it's like, how did he even become the logo? I, was Will Chamberlain busy that day? <laughs> Before history is written. It's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. (laughs) Wilt Chamberlain, one of the most athletic NBA players ever, would have looked awesome in a logo, but instead we go with the guy who looks like a a substitute science teacher to represent the NBA. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, That's that's all I got. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Kind of bring up all this serious basketball talk, right, Brass? Then he goes away. No, yes, I agree. Yes, that was awesome. That was great. I love it. Uh, someone called it a logo situation. Geriatric West. Look, no one's perfect. Even the best baseball player strikes out when the bases are loaded. The best golfer sometimes three putt with the tournament on the line. So if you feel like you're coming up short in the bedroom, it's perfectly okay. But if it's bothering you, there are options. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 now. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it ships to you for free with two-day shipping. And the whole process is discreet and straightforward. Get Getting started is simple. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving home. Complete the online visit today to connect with the doctor and take care of it. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 to get $15 off your first month. Look, that's a straightforward way to take care of your ED. Get to roman.com slash heatbeat21. Go get started to save $15 on your first month of treatment. Um, Christian, <laughs> um, so going forward after tonight, we're, we're headed into this all-star break. Uh, the Heat, I don't, I'm not even sure where they're at as far as the standings are concerned. Um, they are the, the fifth seed, I think. Yeah, I think they, they were at the seed. fifth seed. They all right. They're at the fifth seed. Um, going is this is like they they keep building on this momentum. Is do you see what they're doing as sustainable, or are you are you are you thinking there's a lot of fool's gold involved? No, I think this is a correction from all the bullshit we saw in the beginning of the season. This team, I mean. It just it didn't make sense for them to go from beating every good team in the East on the way to the finals, and honestly, probably shouldn't have. Like they they could have won that finals if all three had been healthy. They could have won that finals, and like the game against the Jazz really just reinforced that for me because that's like when the Heat have Jimmy Bam and Goron operating on all cylinders. 
that I do not know who can honestly stop them, especially on like offensively. Like they're putting up like 130 points per hundred possessions when they have those guys out there. Like this team is very good, and it's just it's and I, it blows my mind how bad it got earlier. It's like it's like it's like the 10 and 31. What was it or uh, 11 and 30? It's like that, but like we kind of like tapered it off halfway and recovered. Like it was feeling exactly like that. Yeah, it's. And I feel bad because I feel like I was crushing this team. Like, um, but I think it was deservedly so, Tiff. Like, they deserve to get crushed. Like, there wasn't a lot to be happy about earlier. And a lot of the same guys, like, listen, and this is what I, I did want to point this out. Gabe Vincent and Precious were amazing tonight. Right? They were. And mm-hmm. and those are the guys that I've been bagging on over the last few weeks because they have not shown up and they just, they like they were out here playing like, Oh, they had already earned a spot. And then a couple of nights of getting benched. And those, both those guys look like, Oh, now you want to play real NBA basketball again. And they're showing up and, and they're helping you get through these spells where a guy like Jimmy can't play. Right. Well, what you hope is, the fact that they got back in the rotation, they do what they need to do in the next game to stay in the rotation. To stay there. Yeah. See, that's my whole thing. My whole thing is you can't play like shit and get benched and then sit around, woe is me. No, you got to come back and you and you got to hit him hard. And especially Gabe Vincent. He just like, he's got a little pit bull in him. And I, I appreciate because he that can get under people, that can harass people. Listen, he was picking up Trey as soon as he touched the ball he i mean he he was basically directing trey while trey was dribbling the ball he was making him give the ball up early he was hounding him he showed up but can they do it again because who do we play the hawks again right i'm assuming we're gonna play them again right all right so and if i'm the heat i rest jimmy again yeah look for that consistency right yeah i i to me it's always it's like people people in the chatter right now, like, oh, you guys were bagging on Gabe. Like he ain't fucking deserve it. Right. Like we we bagged on the motherfucker because he was he played like trash. Right. Same way we bag on anybody that played like trash. We bagged on Kendrick for playing like trash. Right. And when we were bagging on him, it's not like he was putting up 27, 7, and zero zero right. turnovers. Like we he was putting up 13 on inefficient shooting. Five turnovers and two assists. Like we gonna bag on motherfuckers that deserve to get bagged on. Plain and simple. Like we're so many people. We people, do not. People confuse. We don't sugarcoat shit on, on a this player show. for shitty play, right. and they act like we're rooting against players. That's right. not the case. Right. We're, no. we're rooting for players. We want players to do well, but we're gonna call them out if they look like right. shit. Well, nobody's above criticism. Nobody except for, except for Max. Um, who? Except for who? Max Struess. <laughs> It's the fourth quarter. It's the fourth quarter. It's perfect. There were times today, as as well as Bam played, uh, he was timid. And he looked afraid of Clint Capella at certain points. And you're like, go at him, please. Like, go at Capella. Go at John Collins. You're better than them. And there were times where he he showed up and showed out. And there were other times where he literally, he legit looked like, he, he wanted no parts of them in the paint. And and those are the things that, as much as we believe, I think there's not a person on this show that doesn't think that Bam is a max player. But we will 
hold him accountable. Like we're going to hold his feet to the fire and say, bam, like we need you to be more aggressive, especially on nights that Jimmy's out. Like, am I wrong on that, Frankie? Like he was good tonight. <laughs> yes. I, I, yes, me and Bam have gone back and forth on Twitter about this. I, I don't think I'm wrong on that, Frank. I think that's, I think that's fair that we hold Bam accountable. No, absolutely. Uh, we've said it time and time again. We need Bam to set the tone and offensively. Uh, we know he holds a lot of weight defensively and has to maintain uh, the defensive intensity, rebound for us, create on offense. But we do need to see him score a little bit, be more aggressive. He only took 12 shots today, got to the line five times. That's not enough. That's not enough when J- when Jimmy's in the game. That's damn sure not enough when J- uh, Jimmy's missing. You need He needs to set the tone more aggressively. I like – uh, Spoke went back to it in the second half. Uh, the Duncan screening four band plays that freed him up, got him a, a shot at the basket. Yeah, we need more plays like that to, you know, instead of letting, I, I don't think Bam's comfortable in that role yet to just know his spots. Like we talked about with Kendrick earlier, he doesn't really know his spots when to pick uh, between make plays and be aggressive. So let, let's both handle that. Spo run some plays for him directly to get him going to the basket, get him going downhill. Uh, and and get some easy opportunities to make the game easier for him and for the rest of the team. Um, and Frankie, I think you have another play uh, on your on, on your fake Ron Rothstein shit. Um, Yo, I, want, after, I want more to this. Shit. I want to get. Yeah, I need it all. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get. To, I want to get to questions after this, and I also want to make fun of Knicks fans and Knicks media because you <laughs> motherfuckers were dancing in the streets for getting to five hundred. And I really, I, I want everyone to bag on those you you pathetic fan base, for, you pathetic sorry fan base, and for then beating you had the Pacers, Nick, for beating huh? the Pacers, for beating the Pacers. I think and yeah, to dance in the streets for getting to five hundred. Like we do that shit when Fidel Castro dies. Like we did that. For- <laughs> that was on my birthday too. That was such a good night. God. Damn. <laughs> We do that shit for championships and for the deaths of dictators. Like, you did that shit for, to get to 500 in February in a fucking COVID season. Like, you are a pathetic fan base, and I want people to clip this and send it to every fucking Knicks blogger. You are a pathetic, sorry fucking fan base. And the, and the um, whatever, this that verified motherfucker who was talking about Julius Randle's peak is better than any peak of Chris Bosch's career. Like you okay, here it is. Brandon Tierney with a with a certified check mark next to his name. I don't know what this motherfucker does, but he's an idiot. Legit question. <laughs> <laughs> At his absolute apex, was Chris Bosch ever better than first of all, peak Julius Randall is a Fucking hilarious phrase. Like, like if I ever said to fucking ratio, look at the fucking ratio. Incredible. Peak Julius Randle. The it's answer an is no. It's an oxymoron. Bro, peak. peak Ju- <laughs> what is peak Julius Randle? A thirty-game sample size in a weird COVID-influenced season, and you're gonna say he's better than Chris Bosh? And he was like, "No, no, I'm just talking about at their peak." <laughs> Bro, you can't take a 30-game sample size and call it somebody's peak. Like, what kind of analyst are you, Brandon Tierney? Like, you are a fucking moron. I'm sorry. But I, we will get to that in a second. I want to take questions. I, 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 I'm literally, like, I'm getting upset. I'm getting fucking angry because I love Bosch. 
Um, and for somebody like you could take a 30, uh, there's a 30 game sample of Jeremy Lin that would put him in the top 10 point guards of all time. <laughs> and I'm not joking. Like if you just take that 30 game sample, that motherfucker's a beast, but then you have to actually play a whole career. And then you turn into Julius Randle, <laughs> who's Zion Williamson with, with, without the fame or the game. Um, he just, if, if we took if we took a few game sample of fucking Jeremy Lin, he's the greatest player of all time. That's what I'm saying. He and then he rated the Norris Cole and Mario Chalmers. <laughs> <laughs> and got his ass whooped. You, you, Luder in a riot, Julius Randle on the New York Knicks, who are barely above 500, got their fans dancing in the streets like idiots, running around the subway <laughs> stealing pizza from rats. You idiots, you, you that you trash fan base, you trash organization. Don't you ever mention Chris Bosch again. You Get sorry, some bitches. Hey, don't ever do that again. So, Frankie, <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. What I get? No, what I got a we've, we've had a lot of requests to put that on a T-shirt, so I yeah. think that that is going to have to be one of the next ones that we For do. Sure. <laughs> a deep V. It has to be like a deep V. Oh, okay. <laughs> baby. Lots of, lots of cleavage and chest hair showing. I'm horny than a motherfucker. Uh, honestly, we need that. That shirt needs a fake uh, Joey Hauschauer gold chain on it, like the turnover chain shirt. <laughs> With I'm horny than a motherfucker behind it. I'm gonna design that one. Get my get my graphic design on. Okay, Frankie, you had another play that you wanted to break down. Yes, sir. <laughs> while, while I take a drink and, and calm down. Oh, arrow back. Stop it. Stop it. Go back. Rewind it. Okay. You see? <laughs> Not even saying words. Bam did a great job setting this screen. Tyler comes off wide right here, forcing the switch. Rondo's dr driving down. This is one of the most impressive passes I've seen Tyler make these uh, last two years. Uh, one-handed left hand. Uh, one hand. With his offhand, bullet pass to the weak side on the money. Play the pass. Boom. Right there. Right in the pocket. Right easy for Iguodala. That's what he needs. He doesn't need to reach down for it. It's it's uh, the growth and development of Tyler as a passer all stems from his on-ball reps in the beginning of the season. That's why I was fighting and pushing for it. I know the team sucked with him when he was doing it, but the team was going to suck whether you played him on the ball or off the ball because they didn't have Goron or Jimmy or any of those guys. So I said, take the lumps, take the growth. That's what you need. And that's absolutely a product of him getting comfortable in that role and being able to make plays when your team needs you. Speaking of lumps and growth, Joey. Yes. Uh, Nick fan. <laughs> <laughs> yes, lumps and growth. I mean, what what, what is your take on Nick's media comparing – Julius fucking Randall to Chris Bosh. Well, I mean, I last I heard they were actually uh, planning on do, uh, doing a parade right before the All Star All Star break. Just, just I think they're over five hundred now, so I think that there's definitely going to be some type of um, ride in the streets. They're the fourth seed right now. They're the fourth seed right now. We're the fourth seed, and we on that ass. Yes, we are. We are on Pause. that ass. We're on the next ass. <laughs> they're gonna hang a banner for that. Uh, they're gonna hang an eighteen and seventeen banner. 
They're gonna retire. Yeah, they're gonna retire Julius Randle's jersey like right now. <laughs> Do you have any, predi- any any predictions on what their final record is gonna be at the end of the season? Because I don't think this is sustainable. <laughs> Definitely not. Um, I I got them. Well, it's seventy two games. I I pick. I don't know with COVID. They're they're gonna be two games under five hundred. So thirty eight and thirty four. No, uh, that's, under. That's <laughs> thirty seven, thirty five. Yes. No, thirty five, thirty seven, thirty five, thirty seven, forty, uh, thirty. Fuck them numbers. Yeah. <laughs> numbers aren't real. Come on. <laughs> um. <laughs> Brass, hit him with a. I'm not doing it. Oh, we should. Oh, we need to get the swag served from Christian again. Yeah. Yeah. Also, also, before before I do this, I want to mention we have a lot of subs tonight, guys. We have, uh, let's let's go back. We got uh, Bila K gave out 10 tier one subs. Eric the Great. Uh, Bila K 23. Oh, Bila K 23. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And Eric the Great 539. Shout out Eric the Great. Gave out six. He gave me one. Sub, so, uh, yeah, we're we're gonna hit him with a drip drop. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my Joey, god, that's the worst. Niro. You got to do your De Niro. Why does that? Here we go, Christian. Go again. Swexer, Swexer. <laughs> this one the Swexer. Christian, Christian looks like the wacky inflatable arms, like in a fucking windstorm. That is the worst swag surf ever. Like, is that it looks, it looks like you're stuck in the surf, like you're drowning. <laughs> yeah, that is a swag surf from a season ticket holder right there. That's a Knicks fan. Siobhan in the chat says she feels personally attacked by that swag surf. <laughs> um, Christian. What did you think? I mean, I, I I thought Precious played. Precious had 14 points in 12 minutes tonight. 14-7-1 in uh, steal, a block, uh, only one turnover. Like, I, I I mean, he got benched, and this is the way he responded. You know, give, give me your thoughts on, on Precious tonight, and what does that – what does it kind of mean for him going forward? I mean, it's honestly wild. 14 points and seven rebounds and assists a steal a block in 12 minutes. Like, I mean, and he's done this a, a few times this season where he's only come in for an eight or 12-minute stretch, but he's put up 10 points, five rebounds. Like, he he's filling up the stat sheet. He's impactful. And, you know, on nights like tonight where he was playing with aggression, he had four offensive rebounds in 12 minutes. Like, that's huge. Like, that he were only – I'm actually su- surprised that he were only a plus four in those minutes because it felt like he was incredibly impactful while he was on the court. Um, you know, so the thing that's tough is that, I mean, Bam played 35 minutes, uh, Precious played 12 minutes. So that's essentially, I guess, one minute they went without, like, a real uh, – like, yeah, either Kelly Bam or Precious. Right, exactly. So, I mean, that's essentially what they're doing. As long as Bam is getting huge minutes – I don't think they're going to play him and Precious together. So it's tough. He's going to have to make a huge impact in these limited minutes. And it's great to see him do it like he did tonight. Tiff, a lot of people are calling for the Precious bad minutes. I mean, I think honestly right now we can't afford to have that. 
I don't. I see. I agree with that. I, don't. I think because because when Precious does come in, he's got such a high motor and he's moving. Like I honestly, we don't have any bigs, so I don't need both of them on the court at the same time. We need to space it out and just let them do what they do best, which is Bam play off Kelly, because that's what Bam does best, and then let Precious just come in and just wreck havoc, because that's pretty much what he does. He just wrecks havoc on the court. Yeah, and it's it's kind of like what ba- Frankie. It's kind of like what Bam used to do when he was Hassan's backup. Yeah, like he, he would just yeah. come in for his minutes, go ham, and then go back to the bench. Yeah, yeah. yeah you you see, he's got a very precise role. He knows he's got to crash the boards, got to contain pick and roll, switch sometimes, and, and man the defense. He doesn't have to do anything else. And Precious is a very talented player. He can excel at that role. He's he doesn't have to think about anything else. Uh, and he's he, he can just play viciously because only the vicious will survive. We violent. know that. Only the violent. No violent. 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 Damn it. He, cho- he chooses violence. He chooses violence. He's He's been fantastic, man. I, I love that response from him. He had that fucking incredible dunk on uh, John Collins. Uh, oh, so no, good. Uh, that was so good. Uh, Alf, you oh, got that get... wasn't for you. I'm just shaking my head at the oh, question. You want, the, yeah, sorry. Right. you want me to hit you oh, with God, the noise? No, no, yeah, do it. No. Do it, Alf. Hit it with a... <laughs> you gave him that that John Collins mid facial. That that show that. show. Uh, I wanted to take questions, and the first question I find is: <laughs> is the first question I find. I love J N N I A thirty four. He's my he's my second favorite after JNNIA33. Um, <laughs> would you guys like to see Mark Jackson as Heat's assistant coach? No. And, Next why, question. Why? Like why? why what, would I, what? What in the context of right. this show inspired you to ask that question? <laughs> the only reason I might consider it is just to get him off the broadcast. Jan and I, I oh. 33 would never mm. ask that question. Or huh. 32. Or 32, honestly. <laughs> 31 would. 31 yeah, of course. 30, you, you know, 31 would be on that function. 31 be on that function. Of course. Of course. Mark Jackson is as assistant truth. coach could put the Knicks over the top, man. I'm telling you. You could get like a game over 500, you know. <laughs> Consistently. <laughs> well, El Genius has a, a good question. Um, not that the other one wasn't a good question. Um, yeah. El uh, Genius asks, "Do you think this improved gameplay will prevent us from making a trade?" And this is also and it's a really good question because I worry about this shit every time he play well. <laughs> Thirteen eleven flashbacks. Yeah, I'm like, oh no, we're gonna four years, it. fifty million. Oh my god, we're Chris Silva. Chris Silva. They weren't making any trades when we were playing like shit, so you might as well win some. I was like, oh, I'm like, I'm thinking Gabe Vincent's going to get a four-year, $60 million contract <laughs> off this. Falling in love with mediocrity is how you end up paying Julius Randle. Ooh. 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 Shots fired. Uh, <laughs> Chris Bosh light. <laughs> Chris Bosh heavy, according to the Knicks. <laughs> You know what's funny, uh, Brass? I believe there was um, the the Mars rover. Uh, <laughs> they they you know this whole Julius Randle versus Chris Bosh question was posed to NASA, and I believe the Mars rover had an answer to this question. 
<laughs> and, and there you have it. That was a the fuck no, right? <laughs> a really quiet one, right? It was subtle. It was subtle. I mean, it, <laughs> that was the worst setup for that video. I just wanted to play it so bad. You stumbled across that transition there. <laughs> did, how, 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 did I, how did that go? Was it good? Uh, Mars Rover. Speaking of Julius, Raz wants me to play the Mars clip. <laughs> I mean, it, of all my transitions, rank it. I mean, from the El Genius question to the uh, the the Nijjaa thirty four question, where did where did I land on that one? You landed um, a Julius Randall. I was yeah. <laughs> that was a Julius Randall of transitions. Peak Julius Randall. Peak Julius. <laughs> Orange Julius. Um, people, people seem to. Someone called it a Mars rover situation. I think people enjoyed that one. You said that was better than got, the lumps you gave Joey. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't give Joey lumps. Knicks fans got. Oh, either, either way, I have lumps. You said, I, speaking of lumps, lumps. Joey. Joey. Yeah. It was lumps and something else, too. Yeah. It was lumps and growth. Yes. Something yeah. like, like a Hall of Notes tribute band, like a really gross one. 